This is WCM's Park Update, a weekly show covering the outdoor hospitality industry hosted by Ben Quiggle and Mike Gast. During each episode, you'll hear from special guests and campground experts on topics that will help your park flourish. WCM's Park Update is a production of Woodall's Campground Magazine. Hi, I'm Ben Quiggle, editor of Woodall's Campground Magazine, and this is another edition of WCM's Park Update sponsored by Bush Tech Safari, and of course, my esteemed colleague, Mike Gast, former Vice President of Communications of Campgrounds of America is here. And then we've got a current Campgrounds of America employee, uh, Darren Uselman has joined us, uh, the Chief Operations Officer. And uh, Darren, I guess, how long have you been in the COO role? I know you, didn't you move roles kind of rapidly over the last couple of years? Yeah, I have. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was the chief operations officer for the franchise um, yeah. unit, and then I uh, transitioned uh, in 2022 to lead our company operations uh, for the for the portfolio that we own and operate. Um, and then at the beginning of this year, I was named the, the chief operations officer for, for the entire operations function. So, you know, I, I imagine everybody who watches the show has heard of campgrounds of America, but you guys have two different sections, right? You have like a corporate owned portfolio and then you have like a, a franchise division, right? So you have different well, roles. Yeah. We yeah. have, we have one, we have one big happy KOA family for sure. Right. <laughs> we have, you know, 500 yeah. plus locations, yep. but, but yes, I mean, KOA owns and operates, you know, a portfolio of campground, uh, campgrounds, about uh, 51 parks today. And, Okay. And then certainly we have our, our franchise locations as well across all of North America, mm -hmm. uh, the United States and Canada, totaling a little bit over, you know, 460 or so. So, so yeah. when, I, when I left there and there was about, <clears throat> this was back in 2020, uh, I think they were approaching 30. I don't know if they had 30 uh, company owned properties yet. And that's really expanded. There's been a real concentration on on acquiring parks. Is that, is that something that, uh, obviously it was intentional, but is it going to continue? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the, the, the key point here is that when we look at our, our growth strategy in general, right. Um, our focus is just on growth at large, right. I mean, I, I think that's, that's, that's the big takeaway. Uh, it's really threefold, right. Certainly, uh, you know, first and foremost, we are trying to grow the franchise system. Hmm. Um, you know, we are growing our, our own portfolio and have over the last several years. Uh, and then obviously we're trying to protect our flags uh, in all the locations we are. You know, there has been, you know, more, maybe more predatory buyers uh, over the last few years. And we've taken that very seriously. And, you know, some of the properties that we've added to our portfolio have really been in large part to, to preserve our, our, our wonderful footprint across North America. What, you know, I've heard Toby O'Rourke and I think I've heard you talk a little bit about the corporate side of things. Why is the corporate portfolio so important to what you guys do at KOA overall? I mean, I know you guys will normally like test a lot of things maybe in the corporate side, right? And yeah. maybe bring those over to the franchise side. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it really speaks to our, you know, our operational excellence that we have across yeah. KOA in general. You know, when you, when you're in the same business that your franchisee are, franchisees are, I think it, it really lends itself to being a great stakeholder at the table with them, right? We understand the, the nuances of what it takes to run a property and all the challenges that, that go along with it. And, and obviously the successes that go along with it as well. But, you know, I think it allows us to be, I don't know if I want to say bilingual, you know, in the sense that not only do we have the expertise of franchising for over 60 years, 
but then obviously we also operate properties, which leads to a lot of benefits that, that we can share with our franchisees as well. You know, I mean, if you start with the people side of things, you know, if we just focused on people for excess for, for, uh, for a second, you know, we certainly understand the labor market that exists out there and the challenges that come along with it and in trying to build up the best management team possible for success. Uh, we have a lot of great processes that we've documented within within our, our company owned portfolio that we can share as best practices, which I think is is wonderful. We got great benchmarking, you know. So when we get the KOA family together and you know, we're doing maybe twenty groups or or an activity like that, we can we can share, you know, our experience with them and we can benchmark, you know, with each other, which I think is really great. And and Ben, as you alluded to, we certainly test all our you know, a lot of our products. Uh, and and yeah. new things that we're offering through our through our company owned portfolio as well. So, I mean, I think these are just a few of the examples that, you know, that lead to, uh, you know, our portfolio being a strength really in our our whole business, you know, schema of how we do business at KOA. You know, for most of the last 20, 25 years at KOA, there was uh, a real it was it was a campground with a set of owners and, and it, there really wasn't a lot of group ownership out there. And that's really changed in the last few years, too. There's a lot of 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 groups out there now, small groups, two to three campgrounds and, and some larger type, uh, more corporate groups that have come in. Uh, is that uh, changed the way KOA does business? Well, you know, I think we have a lot of multi-property owner, owners within, within the KOA franchise system already, you know, and, and honestly, you know, like, like so many of our owners, they're, they're very successful at what they do. You know, I think in terms of offering, you know, a value proposition to those owners is, is very important. Because oftentimes, you know, they run great properties, right? And we want to be able to emulate that and, and multiply that. And we, we certainly have seen that with uh, with a lot of our families that have that have owned and operated KOAs that have, you know, entered in this multi-unit franchising model. They uh, they do a great job. They run beautiful properties. And, you know, just like uh, every franchise owner, we need to make sure that we're, you know, obviously offering the services and the suite of offerings that, that help them be successful. So, you know, I think we, we continue to try to rise to the challenge to make sure that we're doing that each and every day across the whole spectrum of ownership that we have within KOA. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I, you just opened, I think a franchisee just opened the Bryant, uh, Texas KOA, Bryant College Park, Texas KOA. And I guess, uh, you know, what's the activity been like on that side of the business? I guess on the franchisee side, has there still, is there still a lot of interest? Are you still seeing a lot of new developments on that side of the business? Yeah, I mean, I, I, yes, is the short answer. Uh, you know, our, our conversion team, our, our sales team really has been very strong uh, throughout throughout the first part of the year. Uh, you know, we have, uh, from a statistic perspective, we've, we've done seven conversions, right? Independence coming into KOA family, which is awesome. We've signed, a, you know, a couple of new uh, build developments. And then, you know, we're still seeing some some existing franchise locations exchanging hands, you know, for new entrants that want to come in and, and, and buy one of the one of the existing locations. But uh, but yeah, you know, um, from a, from a new development standpoint, yes, there's still there's still activity. Uh, we have new construction that is that is underway, um, you know, across many locations that have that have signed up with KOA over the years, and and uh, excited to see this most recent one in Texas uh, come to fruition and get open. Excited for them as owners. What about the expansion of existing KOAs? There's there a lot of uh, a lot of activity out there. The finance is still available to make those types of expansions. Well, I think that's one of the things that KOA has done really well over the years. You know, we've we've partnered with a great bank, you know, an independence bank that really has been a, a wonderful resource for, for our entire franchise system. 
you yeah. know, so, you know, they are, they're, they're right there in the trenches with, with the franchise locations and, and continuing to work with them to help them, you know, really realize the, uh, obviously the campground of their dreams in terms of, you know, is, is the system expanding? Absolutely. Um, we have, we have a program that we've, that we rolled out a few years back, uh, our royalty incentive program that really helps us, helps our franchisees grow. And, and when our franchisees grow, you know, we grew, we grow. So it's really a, you know, demonstration of our commitment to, to kind of meeting our franchisees where they are. And, and fortunately requests continue to come in where they're looking to take their worst to first. And I think that's uh, that's certainly a theme that we're still seeing across, across the system. When you're looking at the, you know, the corporate portfolio, obviously you guys just added three properties to that location not too long ago. I think it was in May when you took over the Lynn family's <laughs> parks um, there was three of the ones in Billings, and then there was two Yellowstone locations. What do you guys look for when you're thinking about taking, you know, when you're thinking about taking a park as a corporate property, I guess? What what types of things are you looking for on the corporate side? Yeah, I mean, we certainly have our, our metrics that we look for in terms of, you know, the size of the property, the location of the property, right? Um you know, fortunately, over a number of these years, we've built terrific relationships with our franchisees that, you know, they think about their succession plan, maybe. And 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 because of the trust that we've been able to build over the years, you know, um, they, they, sometimes they come to us directly, obviously, to, to, to purchase that that particular location, which is great. But, you know, our, our operations model certainly, you know, looks for a little bit larger size park and and, um, you know, in, in locations that that obviously makes sense. Um, you know, for, for the KOA system, we love to be able to, you know, go into a market where really we need a presence, you know, and look for that opportunity to be able to, uh, to expand into location, to offer the KOA brand to, to new campers, you know, in markets where maybe we don't have a presence today. So the now, Billings location, the Billings location was always a franchise park. Uh, now all of a sudden you've got, you know, you've got con total control over that. Is, is it going to be sort of a, a breeding ground for, for new things? You know, Mike, it's a it's it's a balance we're going to have to strike, right? Because we're running a business there, right? We're we're trying to make it as successful as humanly possible, but without a doubt, it's going to lend to a lot of opportunities for us to, you know, to use it as a as a kind of a training campground, if you will, for for a variety of things, you know, internally. Um, I think it, it it really speaks to you know new new owners coming into KOA and our ability to be able to take them over there. Uh, to kind of demonstrate one of our operations, I think that's great. I think it's also going to be a wonderful opportunity for our employee maybe to be a little bit more ingrained and in tune with uh, obviously the operations of the campground, which should make us even more effective than we are today. So certainly see some some benefits and some opportunities, you know, by owning the building scale. Have you noticed like, you know, obviously there's economic concerns right now with inflation is still pretty high and, you know, Things are kind of steady now on the interest rate side, but we'll have to see. Has that been impacting at all any of these new developments or like the KOA system as a whole or or like the ability for park owners to get financing and different things? Yeah, you know, I think um, I think when you think about franchising at its core, right, what what, what franchising enables a, a particular owner to do is, is tap into a system, you know, that has that has been proven over a number of years. In the case of KOA, you know, we've proven our business model over the course of 60 years of franchising locations, right? So I think, um, you know, in economic downturns, it's it's oftentimes that's that's when we do extremely well as a franchisor, right? People are looking for opportunity to come in and and, and tap into a system that's that's proven and, and has tools that can make them more effective. 
And I think it also sheds a highlight on a lot of the uh, the things that we bring to the table operationally. Maybe, you know, being able to have all the marketing resources that are already branded for you. You don't have to go and, and have that expense of doing that, right? We have templates that you can leverage internally as an example, which can really help on the on the expense saving side as well, right? So we can, we can help augment and, and help people save money uh, also, you know, during economic downturn uh, relative to things, you know, that we provide for them. Um, the other thing I might, you know, might might offer is we were recently recognized as as one of the top recession proof businesses by the Franchise yeah. Business Review. Right. We're really proud of that accolade and, and, and that recognition. And, and, and certainly we feel that our, our business model has proven itself over, you know, over six, six decades of operations. You were, so we were talking uh, earlier about about the new building that the KOA is constructing a new corporate headquarters there in, in Billings on the outskirts of the western side of town. And, uh, you know, besides having your own new palatial office, I'm sure, uh, it's also going to be the home of KOA University. What what else is there there for the franchisee that's really going to enhance that experience due to the new office? Well, I, I, I do want to talk for a minute about, about KOA University since, you know, since you brought it up at, at that new location, because it, I think. I think the training room is really one of the things that is going to be you know, pretty dynamic for us in general. You know, we, yeah. we have the ability to express, uh, compress or expand the room, you know, to, to fit a variety of different, you know, size groups uh, and, and the needs that they might have. From a tech, tech perspective, obviously, we've invested heavily in, in making it, you know, very state of the art uh, to be able to demonstrate, you know, all the things that we want to train our franchisees on. Our, our video capabilities uh, will be able to be be adaptable to the use that that we're planning to to, to do for the for that particular event. Uh, we're going to have some great accessibility. Other features that I think you're going to see, you know, throughout the building is really this connection to the outdoors, right, and each other, which is KOA's mission. You know, I think it's been very intentional in terms of the selection of the location that really highlights a lot of a lot of the beauty uh, of Montana in general, right? When you look out windows, you can see, you know, the backdrop of the Beartooth Mountains as an example. And, you know, even some of the features within the building, being able to walk indoors and outdoors to connect to a fire experience and, yeah. you know, a small amphitheater, right? It, it really does lend itself to those outdoor experiences that, that KOA is trying to, trying to bring to life in its everyday business. So it's a lot of that intentionality and thought that's went into, into the new building. And uh, we're, we're certainly excited to, to get in there. You know, KOA University is something that I, I think a lot of independents don't realize occurs. It's not just uh, what you bring to the party for the annual conventions around the country. It's uh, but that that intensive one week uh, handholding really that happens. The 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 amount of uh, introductions that are made, the amount of information that's exchanged uh, to get those folks off to the right start is just it, it's one of a, it really is one of a kind. I've I've been through many many of those sessions in my time and. I was always impressed with what the franchisees were able to take away from that and the confidence they had when they left when they left that school. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, KOA University is just a uh, I mean, it's a wonderful event that really helps, number one, connect, you know, a, a grouping of new franchise owners and managers uh, together. It is not uncommon that during a week of KOA University that that core group that's been introduced to themselves will have, you know, potentially even a lifelong relationship, right? Where these relationships extend beyond those walls and, and you know, transfer over, over, you know, five, 10, 15, 20, 25 plus years. And, you know, you see them get together maybe at convention and uh, that, that KOA university was really the catalyst for, for that relationship to begin forming. But yes, it's, you yeah. know, it's a hands-on approach. It's a wonderful orientation to all things KOA, uh, really, you know, introducing people to the faces and the programs that, 
that they need to tap into to be successful as a KOA franchise. Um, and I'm happy to say that that ecosystem is, has expanded even further, right? You have the in-person component, but the KOA university ecosystem also extends into the online platform now, and we have plenty of training you know, materials available for our franchisees there as well. Yeah. Well, um, we'll take a break real quick and recognize our sponsor, Bush Tech Safari, and we will be right back with Darren Uselman. No, ma'am. This is a five-star establishment. We do not have tents. Another one. With bespoke modern design, state-of-the-art craftsmanship, and only the finest quality materials, Bushtech Safari manufactures tents that take luxury to the next level. A true combination of five-star luxury and a five-billion-star experience. Tents. Better. Best. Bushtech. Hi, welcome back to WCM's Park Update, sponsored by Bushtech Safari. And we are talking with Darren Uselman, um, COO of Campgrounds of America. And I guess, Darren, um, when you're looking at what your franchisees and maybe even on the corporate side, what you're doing, um, are you seeing more people trying to turn these parks into like destination points where people will actually stay at the park versus maybe just like, you know, stops, you know, on their way to the destination or, or you know, somewhere where they come to stay the night at, but they go off the park, I guess. Uh, ben, I would say it's a it's a yes and. Right. Uh, we yeah. have we certainly have our, our, our brand positions that we that we go to market with, whether it's a journey, holiday or resort. But I think to specifically, you know, answer your question about, you know, the destination component, um, you know, sometimes our, our locations are, are very destination driven. Right. And other times, you know, our, our, our franchisees are coming in to really target specifically, uh, you know, maybe an underserved market where we really need that that KOA presence. But I think regardless uh, of what it what it is, whether or not it's a destination location or not, um, obviously KOA brings brings a ton of value to that. And I would I would say that from two perspectives, right? If you're the destination location, right, there's increased competition oftentimes in those markets, and the KOA brand itself can really help, uh, you know, our franchisees obviously you know set themselves apart, you know, in a, in a crowded in a in a crowded space. And if you're looking to, you know, go into a market where maybe it's not necessarily destination driven, but you're really trying to, you know, put a KOA flag into into an underserved market, mm -hmm. then obviously the KOA brand does does great things from not having to start from scratch, right? We've yeah. got the tools that are in place to really help them grow uh, in that market. So I, back to, go ahead, Brent. Yep, I've always been impressed by the type of work you guys put into creating different things like your paw pens. Um, you know, some, you, I think KOAs were one of the first ones to really add decking, um, you know, to the RV sites, your premium RV sites. And then you guys came out with this elevated signature design at the end of May. Um, I guess, you know, what keep, you know, what keeps you guys pushing forward on the innovation front, I guess. And, um, you know, are you expecting a lot of people to take a look at this elevated design? Is this based on customer demand? You know, it is our, our our data and our research certainly you know helped um, you know guide the decision to to look at at, at the KOA signature site, right, as a potential opportunity. Um, you know, I, I would I would say that the KOA patio site is is so important, right, in our in our inventory mix. You know, and you mentioned kind of you know bringing to life you know you know decking or or, or a recreational space that's that's on site. You know, I think we we put a lot of time and attention to do that in in, in putting 
putting a lot of focus there to really create that on-site experience our campers are looking for, a place for them to get out of their out of their rig, you know, spread out a little bit and and enjoy you know the beautiful outdoors. And that's what a KOA patio site does. Yeah. You know, we uh, we continue to see those get added, you know, over time. Uh, each and every year, we continue to grow that. It's a big part of the royalty incentive plan that I had mentioned earlier in the interview. Um, and so we want to continue to, you know, double down on that particular site offering and, and, and make it as, as robust as possible. But certainly our data relative to the signature site itself, um, you know, said, hey, there, there, there is another segment that's, that's looking to come. And, you know, potentially they're even coming in, in, in a group or, or a larger area and they want to be able to have, you know, this recreational opportunity to really bring, you know, more people together to their site. Uh, and so I think there's there's that component as well that I think will really make, you know, the signature site special as well. Um, although I, you know, I, I, I don't I don't know that there will be as many of those as the KOA patio across. But I do think that there will be enough penetration that it will, you know, offer something significant to the camper that's looking for that. So getting yeah. back to education for a second. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the one of the new aspects that I think KOA added in just the last few months is a management school. And that that's open for the franchisees to send their folks to. Plus, uh, I guess the second part of my question was, where is KOA finding the the management expertise that they need to run these parks that they're that you're purchasing? Yeah, uh, I mean, great question, uh, and I, I certainly appreciate that. Campground management schools really um, uh, really kicked off, you know, a couple of years ago. We uh, we did our first one in the fall of, of 2022. We had a great spring class this year, and we'll have another one this fall. You know, but really, when you think about our management school and what we're trying to help, it's an internal program to really try to help our franchisees, you know, create that management team that that really can, you know, help take their their campground to the next level. When they come to the the campground management school here in Billings, we you know we offer a day of design, right? How do you, how do you, how do I as a manager, you know, look at this business in a way that I can help my owner realize the success of the campground, you know? And a lot of times that has to do with with making sure that you've got the right inventory. Uh, you know, to offer to your particular guests. So we do some focus on design uh, and, and site improvements. You know, we'll do some focus on on commercial strategy. And, you know, as a manager, wh- what reports do I need to run? Where do I need to look to make sure that I'm, uh, you know, putting the right promotions out there and I'm winning locally? You know, it's something that we emphasize to each one of our franchises that, you know, you have to win locally, right? As great as our national marketing is, we certainly want you to take all those wonderful tools and apply it to your local market as well. So we have a day where we focus on that with our with our managers. A good manager obviously has to you know know how to budget and think ahead, right? You can't just work in the business; you've got to work on the business as well. So we have you know a curriculum designed to really help them uh, you know focus on their budgeting skills and their projection skills, their long term planning skills. And then lastly, you know we obviously people's a huge component of, of any business; it's your biggest biggest resources and, and biggest asset. So we do spend quite a bit of time. You know, helping people understand, you know, the HR side of things and, and, and probably more importantly, even just that communication component. When I'm running a big facility or, or property, right, how do I keep my team members, you know, engaged and, and communicating well? That, that's so important, I think, to the success and the vitalization of a business. Yeah. Um, Mike, I think you had a second component there. Was it where are we kind of yeah, where, are the, where are the new managers coming from for KOA? I mean, now that you've got all these properties to run. Yeah, you know, we we also have have an internship program that we uh, that we launched this year, which we're really excited about. Uh, so, you know, we're thinking about uh, the younger demographic and, and partnering with with hospitality schools uh, to begin looking at, at at those as as great resources, obviously, for future talent. 
you know, there's uh, only 11% of campers, you know, work in outdoor, work in the outdoor industry, but another 29% of campers want to, right? So, and also when you think about management, you got to think about, you know, people that are looking for second careers. And so we do spend a lot of time focusing on, on, on work campers and making sure that that segment of our employee pool is, is really strong, uh, you know, to cultivate that, that next manager that really can help, help a location be successful. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think one of the topics we have come up all the time is EVs. How, um, you know, how's the KOA system doing on that front? Um, you know, are you seeing a lot of parks looking at adding or adding things? And has KOA been kind of advocating for more funding from the government to help maybe with some of this? I gotcha. So are you talking more about amenities, Ben? Well, EVs, electric vehicles. Oh, I'm sorry. I just misheard you there. EVs, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, KOA has been at the forefront of the EV discussion since the beginning, Mm -hmm. right? We we talk to manufacturers about what's, you know, what's coming next in in the guests that are going to be visiting us with EVs. You know, we certainly have have taken a look internally at our infrastructure and in understanding, you know, what, what do we need to do to help facilitate, you know, getting EVs a little more, especially charging stations, a little more widely dispersed across the KOA system. And, and yes, uh, you know, we certainly have been part of, you know, some some groups that have, you know, been researching grant opportunities with, with the government to figure out how we might be able to augment some of the costs of the infrastructure that it would take to, to, to electrify, you know, the system a little bit larger. So uh, EVs is certainly something that we're, that we're, we're interested in looking at and uh, being on the forefront of that thought leadership. I, I just saw the other day the FAA approved a flying car. So maybe we'll have flying RVs. Maybe you'll have to create <laughs> landing strips and stuff. I don't know. So you knows, never know. Who's, you what's never coming? Know. Who's, who knows what's coming next? Um, yeah, be just, just be happy if the toilet flushes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess um, also on that kind of vein, I guess the solar eclipse is coming next year. Is that mm-hmm. something that, you know, KOA is helping out? people uh their franchisees with are you doing any type of marketing or branding or anything for parks that may be located near the path of the eclipse 100 percent. we've identified every every property that that's going to fall in that into that eclipse path and and we have put together uh you know tools from a national perspective and a local perspective for our mm-hmm. for our locations to be able to take advantage of it you know, uh, we had this this unique opportunity with an eclipse a few years back, and, yeah. and there was a lot of learnings relative to that. You know, and I, I you know, I, I think we've done a good job of applying those learnings to this this next one, and I think we're going to be very prepared. and And obviously, it's going to be a very uh, very good event, profitable event, profitable event. You know, for for KOA campgrounds. I don't I don't know how much data you get into, but. Do you know if there's any data on, you know, advanced reservations for around that time period? I know I'm kind of throwing you, you, you might not know. Yeah, that one, you know, I, I, okay. I don't have like a prepared statistic okay. on, on um, you know, on that uh, yeah. today, but, yep. you know, certainly yeah. something I could, I could follow back up on. Well, Obviously, the, the, I know that the last our, eclipse, so the last eclipse, it was that the problem was that the calendars weren't open soon enough or they, yes. some campgrounds had the, had their calendars open and hadn't adjusted their rates yet and really missed the opportunity to take full advantage of it. That's exactly yeah. right. And that those are the exact learnings I was talking about before of making sure that we, you know, learn from the past and, and apply to the future. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess, you know, when you look ahead at camping, you know, um, what's coming down the road, I guess, what's the next five, 10 years look like um, 
you know, how are you going to stay at the top innovation wise? Well, I would start off with just, you know, kind of going back to just one of KOA's core values, right? Uh, one of our core values is being progressive. We yeah. didn't, you know, we didn't, we, we haven't stayed in business for, for 61 years by accident, right? We don't rest on our laurels. We're always thinking ahead and, and trying to think about what's coming next. Um, I think the future of camping obviously is very strong in you know, over 90 million households, mm -hmm. about 75% of us households camp. I think that's, that's huge. The market is ripe. And so is the opportunity for, for KOA campgrounds. If you think about, you know, just a few years back, we launched the campground of the future. Um, CampTheFuture.com mm -hmm. is the website where you can go look at that. But, you know, we had five different motifs that we kind of put out there, right? We had forest, coastal, desert, mountain, urban. And, uh, you know, certainly there, there are components of that that we're still working to realize. You know, there's things that have been put in place, but there's also those aspirational things that we want to continue that we, you know, put the pedal down uh, and keep moving things forward. Um, you know, from an internal focus perspective, I think uh, we really remain focused on digital innovation as the essential utility uh, to our business ecosystem. You know, whether it's, uh, you know, the marketing team, you know, really focusing and looking diligently at trends and what's coming next to make sure that we're planning well, I think is really important looking at emerging te emerging technologies and, and benchmarking that against, you know, our current capabilities. But technology is going to be at, at the forefront of everything we do, obviously, going forward. So we certainly see that. You know, we're pushing on accessibility, right? Yeah. We want to make sure that the outdoors is fun and for everyone. And so we're, we're focused on making sure that our campgrounds are, are more accessible than ever so that more people can enjoy that opportunity in nature. Uh, some other things yeah. that we've done to really kind of continue to put the pedal down on, on keeping the innovation at the forefront is we have, we have Campground of the Future grants. You know, so we, we source great ideas, right, internally. Um, and, and when they come to the forefront, we, uh, we look at those as maybe potential grant opportunities to to support our locations and, and offer features that are really going to help us, you know, look at the future. Um, you know, I think the yeah. utility costs continue to rise, you know, from practicality perspective, just looking at things, you know, how you can augment and, and look at new technologies that are emerging to get smarter about, you know, saving water and, and, and diverting waste and, and, and thinking about, you know, electrical costs and how you, how you reduce your consumption. I think those are all things that we're really focused on as we look ahead. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, I think we're getting ready to wrap up here, but uh, I guess, you know, Darren, where are you guys ho hosting your convention this year? Convention is in Las Vegas. Viva Las, Viva KOA, right? So we'll be in, we'll be in Las Vegas in, in November this year and, and certainly look forward to it. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, it, it looks like it's been a great summer on the, you know, Campers are heading out to parks, I guess. Are you seeing that on the KOA front? Are you seeing a lot of your parks filled so far this year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, numbers have continued to improve as as we've kind of, you know, headed now into, into peak camping season. But, um, you know, our, our winter properties had had great winters, which was exciting, and, and advanced deposits continue to improve. And, and uh, there is no doubt that our properties are definitely in the throes of the peak camping season. And, and uh, each and every week, you know, our, our statistics and what we're seeing across the system are improving both in nights, you know, rate and overall reservations, which is great. So um, a lot of people out there enjoying the great outdoors, which is exciting. Yeah. I mean, I don't live very far from a highway and you see RVs driving down all the time. So it's uh, um, it's great to see all the RVs on the road. So um, some of them are huge and you, I'm scared to pass them on the highway, but it's great to see them out there. So. <laughs> <laughs> so uh 
But it's been great talking with you, Darren. Um, I hope you have a great rest of the summer. Thanks for giving us an update. I'm sure I will see you in Las Vegas this fall. So, Yeah, Ben, Mike, uh, thank you. Sure appreciate the opportunity. Enjoyed the conversation. Yeah. Well, it was good to see you again, Darren. And uh, say hi to all my friends back there. <laughs> I definitely will, Mike. You bet. All right. Thanks, everyone, for watching. And we'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening to WCM's Park Update, a production of Woodall's Campground Magazine. Join us for a new show each Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on Facebook, YouTube, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and LinkedIn for daily news and updates, and subscribe to our news feed on our website at woodallscm.com. Show hosts are Ben Quiggle and Mike Gast. Executive producers Rick Kessler and Alex Burkett. Copyright 2022, G&G Media Group.